Dark Light. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. Sorry about that. Having a little bit of technical difficulty with our site this morning. We're brought to you by Vinci. Check them out at VinciPro.com for all your baseball and softball glove needs. Again, at VinciPro.com. And we are live, as always, on the 100% Food Hotline. Check it out at SpaceNutrientStation.com. Really quick, a few big happenings over the weekend. San Diego State defeating Texas A&M. Charlotte defeating Kentucky. ASU suffers, Arizona State suffers three losses, including an 8-0 loss to Missouri and then losses to Cal State Fullerton and Long Beach as well. And Arizona loses to BYU. Um, on the phone with me, as always, on Monday, talk Cowgirl Softball, the head coach of OSU, Kenny Gajewski. Coach, welcome in. Sorry about the uh, technical difficulties this morning. Uh, thanks for having me. No problems. Glad to oh. be here again. Lots to get in for our great fans out there in Stillwater. Hopefully we can get all of it in in the next uh, about 20 minutes left. Um, so I know we can get all this in here. So, Coach, first of all, road trip to Arkansas. That game ends in a 10-7 win for the Cowgirls. Um, you know, Coach, we talked about it last week on the show as far as being able to keep your composure coming off of a big win going into another game the same day. But this time – it was all about keeping composure after a team goes down and loses and, and you know loses that league. You guys were up six to two. Um, bottom of the six, Arkansas comes up with a huge uh, four-run inning. Your players are able to keep their composure, come back in the top of the seventh, get four runs, and eventually go on to win the game ten-seven. Your thoughts on that one? Yeah, Jared, uh, I thought it was a really good step in the right direction for our program. Um, that's one of the things I talked to our kids about. One of the things that I had um, um, observed and um, as I'd gone back go over games from last year and stats and that kind of stuff, this team had lost so many one-run games. This team had um, – or this program. And, and um, it just – when they had lost leads, they had just kind of folded tent – and so, um, you know, we felt really good in the fourth or fifth, you know what I mean? We were, we were, um, swinging the bats well, we were pitching well. And, um, um, we, uh, you know, we were up six, two, and I felt like we really had complete control of that game. And then we gave up four runs in the, um, in the sixth. And, uh, my, my initial thought was, okay, this is like a really good, opportunity for this team to take a step in the right direction and not fold up tent, not just go home, not just say, well, here we go again. And uh, we answered back. We scored four runs, had some great at-bats, um, and uh, we were able to scratch those, uh, those runs across. And then our uh, very, very talented freshman, uh, Matty Sue Montgomery, had a big clutch three-run home run. Um and it really gave us a shot in our arm, and um, we're able to hold on and win that game. And any any time you can go on to the uh, road, you know, we just come off a, a really tough uh, trip to to Palm Springs, and and um, you know, it's a long flight, and then we've been traveling three straight weeks. And I was really concerned about this Wednesday 
day game. I, I was kind of mad at myself for even scheduling that, not not having the fortitude to look, look ahead and um, and to uh, and to see that we were coming off three straight weekends and then have to go immediately back on to to the uh, road on a, on a Wednesday. I thought that our players handled that very very well and uh, showed that we're capable of uh, being the, the program that, that we think we can be. Uh, Coach, then you have Dartmouth at home. You know, we we talked about it last week, just the overall opening um, of the season at Cowgirl Stadium. Dartmouth comes in there, game one, an 8 nothing win. Um, you know, this one, the bats really come alive from the start. How nice was that, um, you know, just from a coaching standpoint, to be able to see those bats come alive right off the bat, or right off the start, I should say, and then you just had the defense and the pitching there to really carry you guys through the rest of that game. Yeah, you know, um, it was awesome. We had a great crowd. The weather was unbelievable. I mean, we're in shorts, and, you know, it's early March, so it, it was awesome. We came out. Casey Freeze was lights out, gave up one hit. Um, her stuff was electric. Um, Dartmouth, uh, they really struggled against her, and, um, um, you know, and that's a credit to her. Um, we played good catch. We've really worked hard on our, our defense the past couple weeks, trying to shore some things up, and, um, and Casey, uh, she came out and, and was really good. We swung the uh, bats very, very well, um, and, um, you know, and just made every thing happen. Coach, let me ask you this. What was the difference in your opinion other than other than the errors and, and giving some stuff away to Dartmouth? What were what are the things that stick out the big differences between game one and game two against Dartmouth? You know, I'll tell you the errors didn't they the errors didn't cost us much. Uh Taylor Taylor Lynch made two errors that, that didn't that didn't you know, both balls hit her in the just hit her in a Awkward spot, um, but bounced right right out of her her, uh, her glove on both of them. Um, you know, and she's frustrated. Uh, uh, but um, they they didn't cost the, the just runs. Uh, Shea Coates, who started, uh, made an error the first. Um, I think it was the first play of the uh, game. She just went down to field a bunt and just kind of airmailed it. I mean, just didn't even catch it. Um, it was weird. So just one of those deals, and that 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 air cost her the first run. Um, and then Randy uh, at short um, on a really tough play in the uh, hole, a play that I think she ought to make, but it was a tough play. Um, that air cost us uh, two runs. Um, so those 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 things did hurt us, but they weren't. Um, those are things that we've got to be able to bounce back, bounce back from. Um, you know, we we pounded out. I think in that second game, I think we had ten or eleven hits. Um, we just didn't get that final knockout blow. Um, left a ton of runners on base. Um, just didn't offensively get the big hit. Um, but swung the bats really good all weekend long, and uh, or all weekend on on that Friday night, and and um. Um, you know, give Dartmouth's kid some credit. I mean, she was pretty good. The zone, the zone, she was able to kind of exploit a pretty wide zone. Um, and, you know, it was wide both ways. So, I, you know, no, no complaints there. But she was able to really go east and west a bunch. And we just, um, you know, we took some called third strikes that our kids felt like weren't strikes. And, you know, after going back, I can't say I uh, totally disagree. Um, but, 
you know, the umpire established that, that she was going to call it wide, and um, we got to be better about fighting, and, and we just didn't fight enough, and um, it was disappointing to tell you the uh, truth. I, I um, felt like we really outplayed them in a, in, in a lot of ways, but their pitcher just made pitches when she had to, and uh, that's why I talked to our team about when we were all done. I just said, guys, look, I said, these are games that we had control of that we like get away. And if we want to be the, the program that we talk about and that we want to be, the, it, it just can't happen. Um, so it's just, like I said, we take a couple steps forward and we take one back. We just got to keep taking more forward than we're taking back. And Coach, you, know, you mentioned it there. The, the team really did outswing uh, Dartmouth in, in game two. I mean, it was 10, it was 10 to five as far as hit. Um, and, and really, when you look at it, you all pretty much held them until that, you know, until the top of the seven when, well, when yeah. they got those two extra runs. So, I mean, it, it's a lot close. When people just look at it, they're like, man, what happened? But it really is a lot closer than than people think. Well, we, um, you know, we scratched back in the, um, I think, in the sixth and scored two runs. Yeah. And then, um, and we, and, and boy, we, we had a chance to, um, we had a chance to break it wide open and we just didn't get that. Like I said, we just didn't get that final hit, you know, to really, really break their uh, back. And then they came back and answered and that's, you know, credit them. I mean, they're, 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 they're coached. Well, I've got a lot of respect for Shannon and, and Molly there. And, and, um, uh, they got their kids and they, they got a young group, you know, I was telling them afterwards, I couldn't believe that how many young kids they're playing because I feel like we're playing a, a you know, a ton too. And, um, and, you know, just credit them. I mean, they did a nice job. They got it done. They answer back. Um, and we, and again, we got things going, you know, on the seventh, but just couldn't make it happen. So, um, we'll look forward, uh, you know, we got Wichita state on, uh, on Wednesday and that's our focus now. So coach, let's go there. First of all, this is PCR the coach road show. Uh, brought to you by Vinci. Check out at VinciPro.com. And we're live on the 100% food line. Visit SpaceNutrientStation.com. Let's go to that coach. Coming up here on the 9th on Wednesday, um, 6.30 start at Cowgirl Stadium. As you mentioned, Wichita State coming into town before you all start a nice big tournament in the Mizuno Classic. Yo, Coach Brett Benner, somebody I've known for a very long time, dating back to her uh, D2 days, um, Barrett Truman, and obviously, you know, her and Nicole Hudson, they're very, very good coaching staff, a program that that's kids fight every single play. What do you – what have you heard about them? Have you, have you played against Wichita or have you coached against Wichita State in the past, first of all? I, I have not um... – Got a lot of respect for uh, for their coaching staff. Um, you know, we're uh, fighting after some kids. You know, at times, um, you know, it's a program I'm very familiar you're with. When uh, uh, when Coach Walton got the Wichita State job, I mean, obviously, um, our friendship is deep. I I actually went with him to his press conference. I went with him and helped him. Uh, do some stuff like cleaning up offices there, you know, like as a friend would. So I've seen a lot of games there. Um, you know, he got that program kind of on the uh, map. And uh, I think Chrissy's doing a good job of kind of getting it back there uh, since he left. And um, 
so we have a lot of respect. They're they're always a, a group that we, we we know that they're going to be up to play us um, out of, out of conference type type games. I told our team. I said, um, I'll tell you the truth. They think they're better than you guys are. They beat you in the, the uh, past, and um, and I said it's you know it's in your hands to. Uh, to make that make that change so um they'll come in here they'll be very prepared they'll be well coached um they their 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 kids will come in here with a chip on their shoulder very aware of that and we just got to do our job for us it all starts in the circle period if if casey brandy and shay pitch well we can we can beat anybody in the country we we've we've shown that um and uh we we kind of feed off that so um if our pitching is good um and competitive um we'll be just fine uh you know coach one one nice thing about it is when when you look at your squad and then you look at the game last year obviously two totally different teams but Nicholson had a very good game last year against Wichita State uh, you know, going two for three, um, also with a with a home run in there as well. So, you know, they, this is a group that even though they dropped the game last year to Wichita State, is you know does have some bright spots when they play. I mean, the final score last year was only eleven to eight. Yeah, I, I mean, um, you know, I I just I keep talking to our team about about this. You know, we I I I really don't care who's in the other dug out I, I i i don't care what their jersey says i, I don't care what conference i, I just want to go play softball and um whether it's tiffany or or it's um shippy or it's a uh, taylor lynch or a montgomery i it, i mean i look for all of these kids to, to have big games every day and big days every single good day and um i i like like i said which Sasha day it's going to come in here they're going to think that they can Beat us. I mean, obviously, um, our program hasn't been where we where we want it, and that's why we've had change. and um, And it's up to us just to go in here and whoever it is, just have big games. Uh, I want to remind everybody again um, that game will be against Wichita State will be six thirty at Cowgirl Stadium on Wednesday. Then the Mizuno Classic. Coach, we're not going to break down a whole lot of this just because it is so you know it is so far away. It's this weekend and then into uh, or Friday and Sunday. But Miami University will be there on Friday the 11th at 5:30. Saturday the 12th, uh, Cleveland State at 2:30. Miami at 5, and then Sunday the 13th, Cleveland State at noon to close out the Mizuno Classic. So, Coach, really quickly, as far as the Mizuno Classic goes. What what kind of sticks out as, as far as those teams and, and those coaches? You know, I don't know these coaches well um, at at all. Um, I'm you know I'm getting to know pe- pe- people more. These are both teams that I haven't um, I haven't um, coached against. Um, co- the head coach at uh, Miami actually used to coach here, um, so I've got to know her. Um, through recruiting and that kind of stuff, and I know she's a quality individual. And and when she was here, uh, her pitching staffs were very good. Um, so um, I've got respect for. Like I said I respect everybody in this game. Um, I don't know. I just got their stats from both teams this morning to kind of start looking at them. Um, you know, obviously both teams are coming from Ohio. They haven't had 
the, the, the weather like we've had to get outside. So I'm sure they're um, still trying to find grooves and that kick, that kind of stuff. But um, I, I said, I look at this as just an opportunity for our program um, to, 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 to play at home um, and to kind of get in, a rhythm that we want to, and um, and that's my biggest focus at this point in time. Again, um, no disrespect to any team that we're going to play. I just think it's it's up to us. We we control so much, uh, and it doesn't matter who's in the other side. It's a matter of just showing up and being ready to play. Uh, Coach, real quick, we have a, we had a couple questions that got emailed into us, and we only have time for one of them. We'll ask the other one. Uh, next week on the show, but this person emailed us wanting to know what is the biggest mistake that parents make during the recruiting process? Huh. Um, trying to get trying to get kids committed too fast, um, and um, and encouraging that. I think these um, I think parents are as as much a fault as, as as anybody, and it's very it's very difficult. I think if more parents could could stand up and say, Hey, um, we're going to really, um, do our due diligence and, uh, and we're really going to go around and invest some money up front on taking these unofficial trips when you're invited. Um, I think that's the b- b- biggest thing is it's very easy to get caught up in, um, in, in the emotion of so-and-so coach from so-and-so school is calling and it's flattering, but, a lot of these kids are, are are so young, and it's very difficult to make the type of d- d- decisions that we're asking for. And it's not just parents; it's coaches. I'm I'm very involved in that too, and I I'm I'm at fault too. Um, but I think as parents, if more parents could sit there and say, "Hey, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna let this process play out just a little bit instead of jumping at the first offer, or jumping um, just for the satisfaction of being." committed, I think that's one of the things that, that I would warn against. Coach, thanks a lot. All the best uh, in the game against Wichita State, and of course, all the best in hosting the Mizuno Classic. I'll let everybody know again, the game against Wichita State will be on Wednesday at 630. Um, make sure you guys go to oakstate.com. Um, for information on tickets, we'll also give you the number here in a minute for anybody. Uh, Coach, do you happen to know, are season tickets still available, or are they sold out? We have a few, actually. We just have our general admission left. Our reserve seats are completely sold out, uh, but we still have some some general admission, and I guess they aren't just general admission. You actually do have a seat. Uh, but they're in our upper area, uh, but we don't have a bad seed in our house, and and uh, we would love to have this place rocking. Our our home crowd on Friday night was incredible, and we were up against our baseball team too, and um, it was just an awesome night, and uh, we look forward to having a great weekend. All right, so we'll we'll throw the phone number out there for everybody. We'll tweet it out after we get off the show today too, but the phone number – is 877-ALL-4-OSU. That's 877-ALL-4-OSU. And, again, the Mizuno Classic will be Saturday and Sunday. Um, OSU will face Miami at 5.30 on Friday, Cleveland State and Miami at 2.30 and 5, respectively. And then Sunday they'll close it out against Cleveland State at noon. Coach, 
We'll look forward to talking to you next Monday. Thanks, Jared. Have a great week. This has been TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. You by Vinci. Check him out at VinciPro.com. And as always, we were live today on the 100% Food Hotline. Check it out at SpaceNutrientStation.com. Until next time, later times, everybody. And don't forget, you can follow Blake and Abby on Twitter. Their handle is at TCR Show. And you can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The TCR Show.